Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I am Colby Griffindel, and with me as always is Stephen Dell Kuzichurin. Uh, why do we have funny names? Because today we are talking about Rings of Power. Yes, we're talking Rings of Power, the first season, uh, the new series that is streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, it came out this year, 2022. Um, it's been in the works, I think I read since 2017 is when they first announced it. Mm. Um, they plan on doing five seasons mm -hmm. and it's costing like over uh, just, uh, a billion dollars. Uh, just a gajillion dollars to make this show. And it's, um, it's the most expensive television show ever production made. ever. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to start out like we normally do. We are huge Lord of the Rings fans. Huge Lord of the Rings fans. Um, we didn't read the books. No. Um, but we kind of were raised on the film. So as far as the lore, we do get some of the lore from the video games, um, the canon video games, and a lot of the, the research we do. And we watch a lot of breakdown videos and things like that. Um, but no, we have not read the books. But we I have read The love, Hobbit. I've read The Hobbit. Read the Hobbit. Yeah. But we freaking love Lord of the Rings. It's... Yes. I was telling you, it might be my favorite fictional universe. Um, among my favorites are Star Wars and um, Harry Potter. Yeah. But something about the Lord of the Rings universe, it gives me a different feeling. I and that feeling has been awoken in me again. Um, just the world, Middle Earth. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is about it, uh, but it just... It hits me in a different way than Star Wars or Harry Potter's ever hit me. Um, these these always come in waves, so I probably say the same thing when Star Wars comes out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I think when I was younger, Star Wars was always the thing I was always drawn to. Yeah, and then, um, and I think the first time I saw Lord of the Rings, I mean, it was just very scary to me. It and was scary. The orcs were terrifying. Everything was just, I mean. And especially like Return of the King, there's the spiders, there's the orcs, there's ghosts, there's all these like scary things like when mm -hmm. you're a kid. <clears throat> so and and Gollum, Gollum always scared the hell out of me. So uh, Lord of the Rings was something I've I think I've liked more and more as I've gotten older, actually. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just one of those. It's a magical world. It's got battles. It's about. Well, camaraderie, me, which we love, bro moments and all that stuff. That's to me. There's a very staple moment of like my movie watching life is from Lord of the Rings. That I, I just can remember the first time I watched it. It sort of changed things for me watching. Um, you know, sort of developing a genre that was my favorite was seeing the Battle of um, Helm's Deep. Yes, uh, I remember very clearly the first time I saw it. I mean, that I was sold. You know. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best battles, but, um, you know, Lord of the Rings has always had that magical way, uh, when they film it of, um, really bringing you to another world. Yeah. Peter and obviously Jackson's films yeah. were just amazing. And I think they, they really def helped define what the sort of fantasy genre was even in books, even yeah. though it was a film, I think that influenced so many other authors and um and and shows and nothing's ever felt quite the same though so right um we we had and i think a lot of other fans too i think we all had expectations and concerns with this first season of rings of power sure. which is set um 
uh, like a really long time, thousands um, I, of years before even the Hobbit. Yeah. And um, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of the hardcore Lord of the Rings fans, people who've read all the books and know the lore inside and out, um, have even had a hard time somewhat placing it uh, in the timeline at first. I think it's but yeah, it's happened age. a really. It's a second age. I don't know what that means. Um, Lord of the Rings takes place in the third age. Okay. Um, and yeah, so it's a second age. But yeah, we're talking thousands of years before. Apparently. Yeah. So things so, are different. Things are different. <laughs> and so we're gonna start out here. We're gonna give you our spoiler-free thoughts yeah. of the first season, and then we're gonna get into a complete spoiler discussion where we're gonna recap some some big character moments the show some surprises give you our thoughts um we'll probably talk about the uh the lord of the rings too just the original and, and video games and all sorts of stuff so spoiler mm. alert for like everything lord, lord of, the of the rings related once we get there. yeah uh, but right now spoiler free let's talk about first season yeah. of rings of power kobe what did you think i'll tell you what rings of power and another show that's very similar to Lord of the Rings, House of Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff. They were coming out at this almost exactly the same time. And I thought Rings of Power had sort of a slow beginning where House of Dragon was sort of taking everybody's captivity. It was, um, you know, it was really holding the attention of everybody else. And Rings of Power is very slowly building as many of the Lord of the Rings movies do. Like Fellowship of the Ring is probably the slowest of the three movies. Great movie, mm -hmm. but they got to set it up. The Hobbit, you got to set it up in the first movie. Um, and that's what I think the first few episodes were doing here was, was some setup for the whole season. And um, I felt that each episode got better and better and better. And by the eighth episode, I was feeling a little bit like, ah, I want more. I want a little bit more of this. You're leaving me at a place that um, I wish another episode. I think it was only eight episodes. Mm -hmm. uh i wish there were 10 i wish there were more and now i gotta wait two years because apparently it's not going to come out season two till 2024 they started filming here early october started working on it oh, so but we got um we got a so we got a while week. we got a while um but that's how much i was enjoying it by the end so i overall liked the show i did do i think there were th some things that could have been better yes do i think some of the dialogue choices were questionable where i feel like Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit dialogue is so like flawless and like poetic and like just amazing. And there were a few dialogue choices in the show that I, I found a little cringy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and they're not big deals you know, it doesn't ruin the show, but yeah, definitely some things that made me scratch my head. Um, but overall I liked it. I thought the acting was good. There's a lot of characters I like in the show. Uh, there are a lot of red herrings. Yes. That were throwing me off. <clears throat> I have um, to say, I was at, and I think they they maybe even counted on fans' expectations of the past and also fans. They sure did. Um, and, and in the world we live in, in the digital age, where a show just gets announced and they put some actors in it and there's some some leaks on what's going on, people immediately make it a social political argument and and try and write a narrative of why it's going to be good or why it's going right. to be bad. And so like there was some things every now and then I, I would hear where that were concerning, but every now and then I was like, is this just, just like trolls that are mad? And 
So I mean, there was a there was a lot of things I was afraid of. Cave trolls. Cave trolls. They're <laughs> <laughs> mad. They're always mad though, aren't they? They're always upset trying to eat people and the yeah. hobbitses. But anyway, though, I mean, I I generally enjoyed the show, and I, I really didn't think it didn't like ruin anything Lord of the Rings wise for me. Um, right. I would say you said the first two episodes were set up. I generally enjoyed the show, but I would say the whole first season to me, even though it had some really yeah. cool big things happen, I would generally say it was set up. But yeah, what you're, you're saying 100% with the, right. 100% yeah. right. And what you said, though, with the red herrings, though, everything I was trying to um, the red herrings, I think they were even expecting fans to have preconceptions of what they were going to try and messages they were going to send and and things that they couldn't get right and the the fans were you know expecting things to be the same as before kind of thing because there were some things i was like oh this like they're doing the same thing with this guy that we already saw yeah like like two times and and oh like i know who this guy is too like of course they're gonna make him seem he's this way but he's really this you know and mm-hmm. bo- like both of those things were like switched on their heads for me. Exactly. And I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, one of them I kind of saw it coming, but the other one, yeah, completely surprised. Completely. And it was cool. And I liked it. Yeah. Um, and and we'll talk more about that too. Um, and having watched some really hardcore Lord of the Ring fans, um, they predicted a lot more than I ever did. Yeah. Watching the show. They were on to some of those red herrings. Um, about certain characters when we get into the spoiler section like early on um which i never like i'm you know i guess i'm just i love I lord of the rings second but, watch uh, would would you be like oh i see this now what, what's going on i think so but i think it was still pretty subtle with the thing we're talking about and let's not talk too much about it yeah, now yeah, yeah. we want to get into the spoiler i would um, say also yeah. i generally really like the way the show looked i mean it just yes. felt like beautiful. you were in middle earth it just beautiful the cinematography the effects you know better with the money they sent out, you know right so now, but like i feel like a lot of fans when i was watching stuff they were almost like upset they're like well i guess money can buy you so, so and i'm just like just be happy it looks like what we want it to look like and it looks I good so. here's the yeah. thing is the show is not getting good ratings from the audience perspective i mean it's what three point something on amazon oh really and i, I was seeing that four episodes in and i'm like wow then people aren't even like finishing the season before they rate the show mm. um and then uh it's like 40 percent on rotten tomatoes i think 39 percent, which i think is it's pretty low for the show from the audience it's 85 critic score um which i think is fairly accurate uh but audience score is low um and i think i'm a little surprised it's so low because i i really enjoyed watching it Again, I um, think some fans were just committed to hating it before it even came out. And I think yeah. similar to like Star Wars fans, I think in some ways, like that are yeah. Any any deviation from the sort of the canon is is not okay. But I have high um, hopes for the show going forward. I think I have high hopes. I do. I and do. I and I like that they have a plan for how many seasons they're gonna do. I, yeah. I'm hopeful that unlike the Game of Thrones series, that they already have an idea for the ending. Yeah, and I and I hope in their head they they they're going to be having some satisfying things. And I would say yeah. uh, another thing I really liked about the show was one of the things I liked about Lord of the Rings, and one of the things we we like about pretty much everything that we like is is like the bro moments, like yeah. these moments of like yeah. camaraderie, these wholesome bonding. There are some good ones in this, you know. There are um, some good ones. 
I, I felt like they kept those, you know, to me, to me, it felt like they knew what the spirit of Lord of the Rings was. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People like Lord of the Rings. And, and I never felt like they were ever pushing messages on me. I never felt like, no, like they were disrespecting something. Like, I feel like that's a lot of people, like they were saying, you know, for instance, like, uh, I know a lot of fans were, were before they ever even saw, saw the show, they knew that there was going to be some characters in this who were black. And they were immediately, you know, like, well, they're trying to push, you know, uh, social political things. It's a it's a fantasy made up world. Um, wow. So, like, why can't black people be? There's elves. There should be even more diversity. I mean, come on. So like, um, I, really I don't, don't get people. I don't get people that I don't have so that issue for I a just... fantasy world. I don't care for if it's like a historical fiction thing. And, and you're just like half the town is black unless like, again, you're trying to like like uh what's what's the the play with uh hamilton that's it like again there was like a well, reason point. for that too you know that's so point, to show exactly. that our the u.s is made up of immigrants which so i think is a pretty powerful message uh, so um with the fan reaction i just feel like there was some who just they already had it in their head what they were getting mad about they saw they saw the first two episodes and they're like Yep, I don't like these things. These things confirm what I already thought. Oh, the bad Done. ratings came in real quick, yeah. real before the season even finished. And I thought the last episode was the best episode, uh, one of the best episodes. Um, also, another big, big thing I liked about this first season uh, that I know you really liked is we got fantastic looking orcs. Yes. I mean, yes. we had fantastic looking Uruk and orcs in Lord of the Rings. They were makeup and prosthetics or whatever um real people wearing the outfit and it was terrifying they went to the hobbit and they used cgi and it looked fake mm-hmm. it looked really fake and was a lot less menacing um than the original and now we've we reverted was back good. it just didn't it was good that, CGI. that that element that of like this is real. Like all this, this gross stuff on their face and like the actors able to like make their mouths move in these weird ways. You know, like there, there wasn't all it's of not as terrifying. Things. It's yeah. just not as terrifying. And they went back to terrifying looking orcs. Um, they creep me out. Which, they creep <laughs> me out in this. It's great. Um, so. So, yeah. So that's what um, the last really uh, big thing I liked. Um, but should we rate this before we start talking about spoilers? Well, what are some things you didn't like? You said you didn't like well, the I said that, so there were a, cu- a couple dialogue things I didn't like. Um, you know, there wasn't really a great, like if you think of a character's journey and you think of like sort of how there's supposed to be a climax and like the plot and a resolution, um, it didn't really feel like that. So I felt like going into the last episode, there were just a bunch of different storylines that were sort of lingering along. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like a good story arc. Yeah. Um, because like you said, I think this whole first season is a big setup. Yeah. It's it's a lot of setup, which I think if you've seen the movie Dune, I felt mm-hmm. like the whole first movie Dune was a big setup for what a fantastic franchise that should be. Um and yeah, so I I, I just didn't think the it was a great story as far as like riveting, but it kept me it kept me interested though, and it kept me like wondering who is this character, who is this character. Um, which I found fun. It yeah. was fun to predict. It gave us a lot to like, sort of like guess. And I had a lot of patients who were watching the show at work and it was a nice conversation piece. Like, Oh, I think he might be him because of this reason, you know? Um, so that was kind of fun. Um, I like when shows do that, but overall those, those are my big critiques. 
um yeah maybe there's others as we continue to talk what about you no i i would just say i so again i liked i think there was really there was some com- there was like combat throughout the show but there was really only one battle i would say ah uh, yes and i so i wish there was another one i wish there was one in the last episode of some kind the battle they did have was good but i wish there was more um hopefully yeah. they do more and i'm willing to bet it'll get bigger as the show goes on um but i wish there was more and um one thing too i guess just generally kind of like what you said the pacing because of the the setup the season it was just the pacing to me was just kind of like every now and then i was just bored i was just i was like like here we go we're still talking about how mm-hmm. Numenor is over here and they don't do the thing in Middle Earth because they're Numenor and blah, 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 and blah, the blah, king's blah. still laying in bed and, and the uh... king's in bed. So just the pacing every now and then, like again, they're setting they're setting up so many characters and plot lines and lore history stuff. You kind of have to I feel do like that. There might have been a way to do that still more interesting. I don't know. It could be, could be, and um like i said i was still interested in the show though me too but but there could have been a better story arc i guess because i think if you're talking about shows that have all those things to me again the last kingdom is like the prime example where they have so many things and they set it up and you're never bored um at least the first three seasons um hmm? i never heard of it you never heard of last kingdom no you should check it out it's on netflix okay it's five seasons okay um is it it totally made up like totally fake totally made up fantasy world there's this guy alexander skarsgård who has a top knot and i'm trying to get i'm trying to get you to (laughs) (laughs) no last king's amazing it's our favorite show it's amazing and if you haven't if Um, you're new to our channel if this is the thing you're discovering instead of the last kingdom which i really doubt um but if you are then make sure you check out the last kingdom and then watch all of our last kingdom stuff because it's yeah. freaking amazing. It's amazing. Any Lord of the Rings fan, I think would love the last kingdom. Yes. I really do. You really would. I really do. Um. Anyway, anyway let's give a little bit of rating here. Yeah, we're going to, after that, we're going to get into our non, our spoiler talk. Let's go rating Colby first. What are you giving it? Score zero is the worst. 10 is Helm's Deep. What do what oh, you battle uh, Helms deep? I'm going uh I'm going a seven point five, which I think is a fair score for the season. Um, seven point five is a, is a fair score. I'm going the exact same number, seven point okay. five. One thing we can do, better than any creature in all Middle Earth, stay true to each other with our hearts, even bigger in our feet. It's we didn't even plan Could've been that, better. But... <laughs> no, I know. Could have been better, but um, I don't think it was lower than that. I don't think it was a, a six out of ten. I think I was more interested, and in it. it was more compelling than that. Enjoyable um, show, just pacing, setup, um, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, and I have. Um, it really left me with high hopes. We are going to get into spoilers now. Spoiler alert, everyone watching, listening. We're going to cover the first season of Rings of Power. And anything Lord of the Rings, we're talking about all three movies, The Hobbits, or all six movies, I guess I should say. Uh, video games, Col- Colby has played the... I've played a little bit of Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War. Shadow you of might, War. Yeah. Everything is going on. So, spoiler alert for all those things. Let's start out... Uh, let's just... You want to talk about the, the big reveal at the end? You want to talk about that? 
Yeah, we can. Um, let's start at the end. Like, like uh, that sounds good. Penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> you watch the wrong rings of power, brother. <laughs> rings of power, my precious. Oh, that sounds like a good one. That sounds like a good video. Um, Do you want my ring of power? <laughs> Here, put this ring of power on it. It will really enhance your experience. Oh, Galadriel. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, here's the thing we didn't see coming. Penis. The heart foot. <laughs> oh my the, god the we'll hard foot out. are not hobbits i mean how surprised were you terribly surprised i mean the whole time i was calling them hobbits <laughs> and then i think finally you know i paid attention and someone said yeah the hard we the hard foot and i was like holy shit you're not so i mean yeah they are actually a different um they're like a their predecessors are like ancestral predecessors i think of hobbits i think you know back in the day there were three different groups that were similar um in stature um and i think they kind of what sort of evolved twist. into hobbits that was what? that was the biggest twist of the show what a twist <clears throat> um, i mean that really sums up the show though so i mean it's like we always say <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye no so, anyway, though. so all the way from the first, you know, uh, we had just a great opening to the show where Gal Galadriel is, we see her, I think, the first time as a warrior elf leading yes. um, this band of elves to sort of um, take revenge on um, Sauron um, because there was a vendetta against him going back to her brother who had died. Um, and we get a ton of cool lore in this beginning and we get the whole thing with, there were, there was no sun. There were two trees that, that was like, that lit like lanterns, um, the Valnor and, um, <clears throat> you know, she goes all into how like the original dark Lord Morgoth and his rise and how he had a Lieutenant named Sauron. Um, and they fought back against him and eventually she really emphasizes her goal was to find Sauron and kill Sauron. Right. So that sort of established this thing in the show that, you know, she's never been able to find and track Sauron down and that, oh, maybe we are going to find Sauron in the show at some point. And the show repeatedly gives us red herrings in the season. Mm -hmm. They even have a character and they give him like a glove that looks like Sauron's glove and he's tall and with dark hair and looks evil. Um, his name's Adar oh, in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they totally try to make you think they even in like when they introduce him, they even in the next like week episode, next week's episode, um, like uh, previous episodes thing. At the end of it, they say Sauron's name and they show him trying to make you believe that he's Sauron. Mm -hmm. um, come to find out he's not Sauron. Nope. And then the last episode, there's the three mystical women um, who are tracking down the stranger and they tell him he's Sauron. Turns out I was like, what? That's nuts. 
It doesn't feel right, but it's nuts. Turns out he wasn't Sauron. And the one guy who ends up being Sauron is the freaking guy who is in our face the whole show. He's just been there. We thought he was Aragorn's <laughs> I thought, like, I version thought... of Aragorn in the show or something. As, so- as, as soon as uh, Galadriel, and it, we're talking about, what's his name? Halbrand. 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 Yeah. Um, so Galadriel met Halbrand out on a ship. And since then, they, they yeah. paired up. They went to Numenor. And she was like, and she was like, oh, you're the the old lost king of the Southlands. Southlands, yeah. And he was like, Oh, I've done bad things. And and he and the whole time I'm just like, here we go with another Aragon. The same as like, I forget the guy in the Hobbit, but he was pretty much like an Aragon to an exiled king. And yeah, who was, you know, and I was like, here we go. Like or an oak and shield. Same yeah. thing again. Yeah. Um, and the whole time, and then they even they even when they rescue the Southlands from the orcs. Um, well, well, they think they rescue the Southlands from the orcs. Um, again, like everyone's bowing to him, and I was like, "This is cool. Like, this is nice." Um, yeah. But I was like, at the same time, I was like we've seen it though. Like, like the yeah. Lord of the Rings already did this. Um, so then at the end, the twist. Um, I forget what, but. When they're they're starting to make these rings of power, yeah. And the... and by the way, he when he was a Numenor, he was very very skilled craftsman and blacksmith. Um, there we found out, and he's talking about how he had a, a great training for it, and he's like way better than the blacksmiths of Numenor, which Numenor is a very high ranking society, yeah, right of men. Um, and, but and anyway, even when he came across, well, yeah, no, that was good. And even when he came across, then Salem, Salem, Calabrimbor, Calabrimbor, Calabrimbor. Calabrimbor. Um, I'm gonna Brimbor. fuck up all these elves named people. Um, and yeah, when he came across Calabrimbor, then there's she starts noticing, oh, he's like telling him things to do, and and yeah. then he even said a line about a like power and um something like that and she's like where did you hear that and he's like from all uh yeah over over flesh yeah power over flesh and she's like wait a minute so she then tries to check up on the the king of the southlands lineage and there is no off there is no right heir and she realized oh you trickster and like the whole the whole time her goal for why she didn't ride off back to basically the afterlife but where the elves are from you know, was to get revenge for her brother. That's been like mission. That's like her main mission. Like when you're doing a video game, main mission, and then you have all your side quests, like yeah. the Southlands thing and the rings, like those are yeah. all side quests. Main mission, kill Sauron. Like that's yeah. the main and mission. And she's like been hanging out with this dude all episode, <laughs> like all season. And the reveal for it was so fun. It, it was, was a fantastic reveal because Sauron like gets in her brain like like Voldemort to Harry Potter yes. like crazy. Um, by the way, there was a great video I think I saw on TikTok who would win Sauron or Voldemort. Um, fantastic kind of debate. We could talk about that later. But yeah, great reveal. And I thought too when he was talking to Calabrimbor, who we knew going into this was the guy who created the Rings of Power. He, he created them. Um, and you learn that more about that too in the video game where you get to play as Calabrimbor in um Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah. Shadow of War. Yeah, he's a wraith. And he basically joins with um the male character 
the hum- the male um sorry the human character and they become this like oh crazy i didn't realize he was the wraith thing yeah huh. yeah um interesting and he's trying to you know get the you know get back the ring and stop Sauron. but uh he's also a very interesting character in that like he's not totally good in shadow of of mordor calibrimbor he's a little bit you know obsessed Shady. with the power you know um so anyway it was interesting to see sort of an older version like less formidable because in the video game he's a freaking badass <laughs> and in this he's just kind of an older guy who's um he's like just known for guy. making yeah known for making cool stuff in his workshop and and i thought it was but to get back to my point i thought it was so interesting that oh hellbrand okay we knew he was a good he's a he's a from the southlands of man and we've always seen the elves be superior to to men and then humans um in the show and here he is saying to Celebrimbor, regarded as the greatest elven smith of all time right mm-hmm. saying like giving him tips that even like Celebrimbor is like yeah that's actually a great idea yeah when, uh, I, when that was, was first like, happening i was like i get they're trying to make this kingly guy seem even more noble but i mean like how did the this immortal person who makes who who is in armor a, yeah a blacksmith for the elves how does he giving him tips i'm like come on show what are you doing but now it makes perfect sense because <clears throat> now that we know he's sauron sauron was trained obviously um by more morgoth yeah that right mm-hmm. uh he was trained and he was trained even before that so now it makes perfect sense because Sauron's been around since the freaking way, way back <laughs> before. I forget what he says to her, but um, he, he's been around a long time and, long he's, time. A, and he's a wizard, right? Or something like he's part of um, the Maiar. It's it's complicated. Like these um, mortal wizard thingies. Kind of like yeah. Gandalf is a Maiar, but he's a Isaril or something like that. Eastar. He's part of the Eastari. Star. Um, but anyway, the reveal scene was amazing, wasn't it? Yes. Like they go back to that scene where they're on the raft. Like that's when they first met because Galadriel has had jumped off the elven ship and um was just swimming back home. <laughs> yeah. And was swimming because by the way, Galadriel is basically mutinied by her guys, like mm-hmm. They were just like, we're not following you anymore. Cause she was kind of going a little crazy and putting them in danger and just just trying to find Sauron who they couldn't find, you know. So um she's on the raft with him again in this vision. And dude, when they stood up and looked at the reflection in the water, that was amazing. That was awesome. Well, I mean, even just before that, when it's because the whole time they've had like this sort of camaraderie going on and and you're like, are they going to be romantically involved or what? And right. and so like they're holding hands and and he's like trying to like win her over with like, come on, we can rule the world. And then she's like, but you want to make the world a better place, but you really just want to be in charge. Those is, is the main mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, what's the difference? You know, like, um, yeah, it, I still want to do what I want to say, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and then, yeah, they look down in the water and then like. There's this moment where they're like they're, they're like zoom in on both their faces, kind of like with a wide angle lens, and they're just oh, like screaming at each other. His eyes like turn black and <clears throat> freaking awesome and dark and 
then they when they looked you in the water were the one who brought sauron back and just like screaming at her with that and i'm like oh my god this is she amazing did. she freaking made him a king of the southlands like she like helped bring him back to power mm-hmm. you know and um <laughs> oopsies yeah for real so now some things make sense but the, but what i'm talking the shot where they look in the reflection and you see him in the sauron refl- like silhouette that we know mm. with the crown and everything and and she's looking powerful too because he does want her by his side to help rule um and if you remember galadriel's from the lord of the rings too she's this like wise powerful elf uh woman witch kind of thing at yeah. this point it's like um, an elven witch like she's she's totally different in the show she's like a warrior in the show yeah in the beginning of the show she's very hard-nosed stubborn and like i didn't really like her at the beginning i didn't find her super relatable or, or anything but by the end of the show i really liked her character i thought she had really good growth um i know that irked a lot of lord of the rings fans but it doesn't irk me so much that she had growth i mean i think it's cool i think that um, we just see a different side of her character, and now she's slowly turning into the Galadriel we find in Lord of the Rings. To me, I don't know. She was always my favorite. I wasn't expecting her to be my favorite because I'm like, I was never like a Galadriel fan watching. Same, same. The the, the Lord of the Rings. I was never like, oh, Galadriel is on right. screen, or, or like when they showed her again in the Hobbit. Like, all right, cool, someone from another movie. Um, but I liked her because she was the warrior. Um, I really liked the the revenge thing from an elf. I was like, I don't know if we've seen that before. And then I really liked just the moment when she's on the boat about to like go basically to heaven. And, and she just starts remembering her brother and just like, it was emotional. And I don't know. It just, it just got me. And like, and I was like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, chick. I'm (laughs) like, I, so I was a fan of her um, for sure. Um, I wanted her to kick more butt. Yeah, I did too. She did have she a was cool pretty battle. Freaking awesome. She was pretty yeah. awesome. That's um, one thing though too. There's so many elves in the show, and like elves are just like, like so agile and like, like their stats are so much higher than us humans. I was kind of like, like what's like a normal? I want to see like some Aragon, you know, some fight, you know, like I don't want to see the just so, the perfect movement stuff, you know. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Halbrand then and sort of the things we might we might have missed some of the other Lord of the Rings fans picked up on about him being Sauron. Sure. Because what you just said, the first time we see him fight is at Numenor. Mm-hmm. He's getting picked on by these guys. Um, they're being jerks to him and he's like. He's taking it right. And there's the one scene that. I didn't even know, but now looking back, it's so creepy while like they're surrounding him they like zoom in on him just staring into space like looking pissed and now that we know he was sauron go back and rewatch it dude because like um it's just him knowing like i'm going to destroy all of you <laughs> like someday i am going to have all of you enslaved under my con- control yeah that's probably what he's thinking at that moment oh, for sure. I, and I, then they i they think cor- at the time i was just like he always just seemed so annoyed with everything going on i was like yeah this is just a moment of him just being annoyed with what's going on this is him yeah and then he like he gets up i think he makes a joke of it and he walks away and they corner him and so what you just said about wanting to see some human combat this was what i thought at the time was human combat but as i go back and rewatch it um it's pretty crazy like he goes ham on them with like his fists and 
they stand no chance and he doesn't just beat them up like he breaks the one guy's arm really easily against the wall slams the guy's head into the wall um at the time i was like oh god damn like this guy's this guy's <laughs> awesome yeah. um now we know why it was, that was probably that was probably nothing for sauron that was probably a piece of cake like yes. just so there was a moment what what other moments were like things that you go back um, to like one of the first things he says to her is like things are um things are not always as they appear. It's one of the first lines he even mm-hmm. says to her. Mm-hmm. Um there's a part like you said, you already picked up on one where he was they were talking about um I think before the reveal when they were sitting together, you know, they were sort of talking about the ruling together and and things like that. Or he was kind of tipping his hand at um, how much he wants to control things. And that's the thing about Sauron. He's like a control freak. Mm. He needs everything to be in order. Um, so those, there's a few of those instances where he's sort of tipping his hand. There's There were a couple others. And then the other one we said with the whole, the knowledge about making the rings or the idea yeah, how to do it was yeah. like, um, it's like, why how, would you know that? How would you, why would you know that? You know, oh, you just need an alloy that is complementary to you know. Yeah, I just happen to know this other stuff too. Yeah. Um, so there were a few few um, ways he tipped his hand, I think, but I didn't see it coming. No way. And I I started to get over oh, the idea that he was like an one. Aragon ripoff, like another when big he one. was yeah when he was leaving with Galadriel because he was injured, um, and like everyone's like. Like, I don't know what they said, like something like long live the king or something like that. I was like, you know, what? like I'm I'm with this guy. I'm with. This yeah, guy. I was, too. I was, I'm too. They him. really got me. The other big one was with Adar when yeah, he when stabs he... him in the hand and he says, do you remember me? And Adar's like, no. Um, yeah, I, I wonder what and... happened there. So I was just thinking like, oh, there was a time when Adar attacked his town or something. And mm-hmm. um, and I was like, and... this comes out of nowhere. I was like. Why does this guy like we we've, we've so, never heard anything about the two of them? Yeah, you know exactly. Um, so that was another time that it, it kind of tipped the hand, and then, um, you know, there's when Adar is captured, he asks Halbrand who he really is, and he he walks out. He doesn't answer. He walks out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. Um. You know, because apparently Adar is the guy who killed Sauron. That's what he tells. Mm. He's the one. And apparently that's why Halbrand wanted to stay in Numenor so bad was because he was trying to not go near Adar. Oh, really? He was uh, that's just it. a theory. That's just a theory. Hmm. Um but he really wanted to stay in Numenor, remember? Yeah. Like really bad. And he was like disappointed, hmm. but I'm also on the fence. I'm also kind of like, how much was he trying to manipulate um, Galadriel to get the Southlands back? Because he, if he seemed um, too eager, yeah, if yeah. he seemed too eager, he'd, and you know, um, there's even a line Galadriel says to him where she's like, to to other people, it's going to look like you used me to get the, your kingship back because it seemed like Galadriel was using him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I maybe he was using her. Um, 
you know, the other thing was he got injured and had to get treated um, at Linden, right? By Elvic Magic. Did he fake his own injury to get in there? We never see him get injured. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he got hurt on the road. Yeah. I was kind of like, what? Like, how did you? Yeah. So is that the way he got into Linden to sort of infiltrate and get those rings going? Get, get them, them rings. rings going, baby. <laughs> so that was the big twist. I think the Sauron thing, I and what also kind of made that twist big for me was the other twist, which was, and I was kind of suspecting, and they haven't said who it is, but when the stranger arrives, the stranger mm-hmm. with the heart foot, when he comes down, it's a big ball of fire. He's like, and pretty much any time this guy has done any sort of magic there's like sometimes there's like this negative thing that happens too yeah so it's always like is this a dark evil person who has had like their mind wiped or or whatever and even though they're trying to do some good things now like their natural you know their natural instincts their natural nature you know comes out right Um, like when he lands, there's this all the flames around him, and then uh what's her name? Who's the girl? What's her name? Nori. Yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. Nori. Eleanor Brandyfoot. What is it? Brandyfoot. Eleanor Brandyfoot. They call Brandyfoot. her Nori. Foot. Um, she she and her uh friend, Puppy, um, become they find him out um in the field in the dark and like the flames all around him, and then they rise up. And he's like this demonic like yell. Um, and he's he's just in the whole time, like he never really speaks. He just kind of mm-hmm. grunts and um, very animalistic. And he's very all animalistic. Um, yeah. And even when he does good things for them, like he he fights off these wolves, like it's there's this big magic that happens. He does. It's sort of instinctual. Yeah. Um, and then like this one time he was showing them the way and all these fireflies died. Um Another time he was like trying to help with um, the the field around where they were staying. Yeah. He, like kills this tree and it, it almost crushes. falls. The branch almost falls. And that was like the last straw for them. They're like, all right, you need to leave. You almost hurt one of our younglings here. Yeah. And it wasn't until the next day that they had the proliferation of, of food and, and yeah. he healed it, but he was already left, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's always been like these dark moments, even. And that one was kind of the one that was like, all right, everything looks way better now. You know, we should definitely, this guy can't be evil, right? Um, right. But but then still, there's these three, like, sorcerer women who are following, um, who we find out they're following this stranger. And then they tell him that he's Sauron and that he's yeah. had his mind wiped. And Because don't forget, Sauron is gone missing. It's Adar said he killed Sauron, but it's not mm-hmm. easy to kill Sauron. Like... He's more than just like, he's not just a man, right? He, he's power over flesh. And apparently he has the ability to shape shift, which is why he looks like Halbrand and like, just like a man. Um, And so, yeah, like they don't even, these people that are looking for him don't even really know what he's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And they're just tracing this huge power surge that just crashed into the earth. And they assume, oh, it's got to be Sauron because he's been missing and, um, He's like so powerful. He just doesn't know. And he even says, or they even tell him like, you have this veil over you. You can't remember your past, but it's, it's slowly coming off. 
um, which which explained why this character couldn't talk, could only sort of use his powers like an instinct and like he like what the, the tree thing when he brought it back. It wasn't like he went like, oh, I'm going to go fix that tree. It was like he saw a dying tree and like he just like something in him just forced him to fix it. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like he like purposely did it. You know, yeah. I don't think. Um, and we do slowly sit throughout the series, see this character start to just talk a little bit more. The big one, he says is I am good. Mm. I am good. And he sort of uses that as a, um, a mantra for yeah. himself as he's still under this veil. Um, but when they told him he was Sauron, I was like, what? I and I, th- I I thought it felt wrong. It was like just mm, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. It felt wrong, but I was like, I guess I can see this. You know, let's see where this goes. And and a lot of people, I think, when the show was coming out, a lot of people had the theory he was Sauron. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people. I, I was always like, he kind of looks like young Gandalf to me. Is what I always yeah. thought. Who who I guess in turn could also look like young Saruman since they sort of look alike in yeah Lord of the Rings. So. Um, now there's there is also a theory he could be Radagast because of his connection to nature when he held his hand to the tree. Um, I have seen that thrown around a little bit less. Yeah, but he ends up saying the line that Gandalf says, um, "Follow your nose." Mm-hmm. So I, is that the tell sign that it is Gandalf? I you know. think I think it is. Um, yeah, and it, and it's really kind of cool. There's a, there's a lot of origin stories that kind of happen in this show that i wasn't yeah. expecting um and the uh, the gandalf i think it's gandalf um because they say when once they realize he starts fighting against those the mythical three women mm-hmm. um to protect uh brandyfoot um they they realize like oh he's not sauron he's the other he's one of the astari um yeah they say that and then he just disintegrates he just them dice them up <laughs> Damn. once he gets the staff too so um after that and i and gandalf was in a starry so i'm like i'm pretty sure it's gandalf and and gandalf always had a fondness for the hobbits right like he's right. like i have is an this important where that mission developed? yeah hmm? yeah is this where that developed exactly and it's he like has, he has that like line. He's like Saruman believes like that great power lies with um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I don't find that to be true. I find that sometimes it's the smaller creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that great Gandalf line that I'm butchering, but maybe this is where it's born. Maybe this is his experience that later leads to him turning to the hobbits. And um, I'm almost wondering if these Heartfoot evolve into the hobbits because i'm pretty sure they do i think they're just an earlier form of the hobbits yeah they're 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 halflings and then they're also like they just had all their carts destroyed and all these things and i'm like i think in ganoff just brought on this beautiful nature thing going on is this just gonna are they just gonna set up shop here instead of being like nomads are they just gonna stay here now and this will be the shire that develops mm. from this you know um, that's kind of where my thought is. Yeah, but I guess they, I think they kept moving on at the end of the show. Yeah, seemed like they went the opposite direction as Nori and Gan- or and we can't really call him Gandalf yet because we're not a hundred percent sure. We're but not he's 100% not Baby sure. Yoda, that's for sure. No, and a lot of a lot of other people were thinking it was going to be one of the Blue Wizards. 
I mean, it would be cool if it was someone who wasn't Gandalf. Um, it would be interesting. Um, so the Blue Wizards, who we never saw in Lord of the Rings or anything, but are part of um, the books, could be... Um, that's what a lot of people were hoping for. It was going to be one of them. Mm. Um, I don't know much about them, but to me, oh, it definitely that. seems... Um, it just feels like Gandalf to me. Mm. It just feels like some of his good nature, like the way he talked in the last episode to Nori felt like Gandalf. Just the way he said words, mm-hmm. you know, so we'll see. Maybe it's another red herring that they're they're giving us. Who knows? Um, but they did make a point not to totally reveal that. Um, it was a cool I like that storyline, though. I did too. I mean, I thought it was cool because the other thing too is his general nature of this character seemed to be good. Like they did make him seem to be dark at times, but mm-hmm. like overall, he did. Like he was so confused. Yeah, it was. And, it was hard to determine what the red herring was. Is like, is it the good stuff that that he does? Is that the or red is herring, it the, or, is or is it the bad, bad things that happen? Yeah, it's and I guess it was herring. the bad things that happened. It was really the bad things. Um, and it's the same with um. Same with Halbrand and slash Sauron because he was doing a lot of things I thought were good. I mean, mm-hmm. he was helping them. He was helping fight the orcs, which that was a group of orcs that did, I think, obviously rebelled against Sauron at one point. So they would be his enemies anyway. Mm-hmm. At least Adar would be. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, it's cool. It, it was. It was it was a big twist. It was a big twist. And I like how they did the reveal. They really made you think that he was Sauron for a second and then quickly, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's the Easter. So that was that was cool. Then it was like, oh crap, okay. So who is Sauron for the rest of that episode? And then I we was find out. like, well, Sauron, to me, Sauron was always like the giant monster metal warrior wizard, you know, just dark lord, just not even. Yeah. Not even something who's like human-ish, you know what I mean? So I like that it's like he has motivations and a personality and things like that. I think that's kind of cool. That's gonna be interesting to see. Cool. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty awesome. And we see how cunning he is in this. Um he basically manipulates Galadriel Mm -hmm. to get what he wants. And um which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so let's let's back it up to let's th- sure. those are the big review the the big reveals at the end mm-hmm. there's a few different storylines going throughout this and they kind of intersect at different points not all of them resolve either no at the end um, of the season so and so anyway the ones we were just talking about one of the ones we were just talking about was galadriel and uh Halbran. and galadriel again like you said from the beginning um she was on revenge for her brother. We eventually also learn she's also revenge for her husband. That's something we learned like yeah. after the season. They both died during this war. So she is like, or at least revenge. we don't have proof her husband died, but she thinks he died. Yeah. We don't know a hundred percent certainty. So, but she believes he's dead. Yeah. And then she runs into Halbrand on the boat after the elves, basically, including Elrond. Uh, Elrond, young Elrond, if you remember Elrond from Lord of the Rings, who was Hugo um, Weaving, um, yeah, and that he, this is a younger version of him who I played really by, like, by the way, yeah, played by Robert Aramayo. And do you know what else he's in? What do you recognize him from anything else? Think real hard. 
If you're going to say Last Kingdom, I'm going to be so surprised. Game of Thrones, bro. He was young Ned Stark in the flashbacks. Oh, yeah. I knew I recognized him. I was like, where is he from? Yeah. That's a completely different character, though. Because like Ned Stark is like, is like, is so he's now played, he's now played the younger version of two people that were in Lord of the Rings. One was in, you know, (laughs) with Sean Bean and and Game of Thrones. And now Hugo Weaving's younger self. Dude, this guy's been in. I hope he's a fan of of the genre. He's in it. Dude, that's I, awesome. at, at the very least he has to be now yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> he's, he's been he's in both thought he did a great job though i i, I really liked him as elrond um yeah i saw Believable. someone else when they were talking like they're like i don't like galadriel and elrond don't they're not even the same people i really liked yeah. elrond i don't know if he's same exactly- with galadriel morfid clark was i thought really good i thought all the acting was good except there's these like a few friends in numenor um Isildur and his friends I think mm. they they tend to sometimes to me it's kind of kind of cheesy kind of shit I like the Isildur though I like the Isildur yeah um, I didn't like Isildur but anyway you didn't yeah. like his acting I didn't like his character I guess you should say I didn't oh his character but I liked the I thought the actor was decent yeah I thought he was good. I really liked the guy who played his dad Lloyd yes, Owen who played Alandil I thought he was me good too. um there's one scene that was a little weird for me with him with um Alandil was when you know Alandil had been like pro elf he'd been like supporting Galadriel the whole time mm-hmm. and then um when the queen ended up saying making her vow to Galadriel before they went back to Numenor he was kind of anti elf at that point he was like I wish I never brought her yeah brought her along and he did that one scene where he turned around and looked sad and looked angry um to me that wasn't the best scene in the world mm. it didn't feel great uh, like I didn't like. Um, do you remember when um, Theoden of Rohan? He had a scene where like he was just broken and crying. Mm-hmm. Like that was a great like that felt. I felt that I didn't feel it with him when he was kind of showing his remorse. Yeah, I mean he had just thinking he had just lost his son Isildur at I that know, moment. Like no one I, like, seemed really upset. That is, <laughs> I know. And he had just had like a great bonding moment because the whole time a sealed door was sort of like the troublemaker, like the son who like got out of being in the uh, Royal Navy mm. and he's the head of it. So it's like, um, that's a it's bad right. look on him. Yeah. You know, he's not proud of him and sealed door's trying to prove himself in different ways. Um, and, but by the end, like they kind of, get come together and they they have an embrace which was really cool but i like the actor lloyd owen i thought he did a great job and yeah, i'm excited too. to see him more of him me too uh moving forward yeah i thought everyone was good but yeah. but anyway though so yeah kind of going in, into the characters you just mentioned though um uh galadriel and uh halbrand 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 they they then after the ship there's a monster in the water that you know and, and they're on this broken ship and he finds her knife they bond over the that and and they get taken by uh Isildur's father to Numenor and that's when we get the the Numenor plot line which is there's this the king is sick um he's basically going through like it seems like dementia alzheimer's kind of thing and the queen regent um, Mirio. what's her name Mirio. yeah thank Mirio, you for saying it, so i didn't 
Um, <laughs> she, she's the one in charge. And then uh, Galadriel ends up talking, trying to convince the queen to go with her. And again, her motivation is pretty much just to get back at Sauron. But she also is doing the right thing because she's getting the Numenorians, the Numenors, the Numenarians. Numenorians. I think you had it right. Um, to to go then and let's go kill some orcs. Let's go to Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up eventually going to Middle yeah. Earth. Um, and that's but she also when... yeah, but she also has this vision too of Numenor being destroyed by a huge wave. So yeah. like she has this impending doom that I feel like she she feels she needs to act upon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes that that also definitely plays a role in her wanting to go and do something about yeah, it because they have that orb upstairs. That, the old um, orb, the old orb, so that they, her, and apparently her dad had seen the same vision, and that's sort of what made him age so quickly and become sickly. Mm. Or is that her dad? Is her husband's her late husband's dad? Maybe. Fuck. Sorry, um, the king had the same vision. We'll cut that. Sorry. The king apparently had the same vision, um, and that's kind of made him age quickly and crippled him uh, into the bed. So, um. Yeah, so she just has that that sense of impending doom for Numenor. Um, yeah. So that's where that plot line kind of goes. Um, and then also, while all of that is going on, we also have back in the uh, Southlands, we have, oh, where's, where's the names here? Uh, Arondir? Arondir? Ar- an elf? <laughs> around deer around deer yeah and there's so there's these elves there who are sort of guarding the southlands who are yeah, kind they, of in charge they keep of the watch humans there yeah because those humans actually were followers of morgoth yeah i mean these yeah. are descendants so this happened yeah a long time ago there's probably none of the people there were actually actually followers yeah but except for a couple of them maybe <laughs> maybe like a few of the older ones <laughs> who you know who actually um, do act upon it later yes um but also um so that's he's guarding that that town and it's clear that he also has this relationship with um Bronwyn Bronwyn thank you um and also she has a son Theo Theo and so there's tension in the town with the elves and that and eventually weird stuff starts coming out of the ground it's orcs um and they end up capturing all the elves the elven guards of the town and they're having them in like this slave camp thing digging um, tunnels because the orcs in the show cannot be in sunlight otherwise they get burnt yeah i thought it was that was interesting uh, yeah was, was that the case in the movies too it could oh. be in the sun well the orokai could i mean they're running in the sun yeah fine um i don't know about the actual orcs if because we find out too in this the orcs in Mordor are fine because it's covered by like that smog. It's the dark mm-hmm. land. Like they can be outside all the time there. Um, I don't know in the I don't, we don't see it in yeah, Lord of the Rings. And I think about in Lord of the Rings, I'm like, did we ever see them in the sun? Like it was a lot of times we saw them at night, and then a lot of times mm-hmm. you could say where they're in the forest, there's shade in the forest, so that's why they're fine. Um, yeah, I'm trying to I was think. Like, hmm. I was like. So I don't know. They um, certainly don't like the sun when Gandalf comes down with it, and that's right. But 
that was to me in the movie. I just thought they were being blinded yeah. at that point. Um, and again, this is, you know, maybe they evolved to the point they could be in the sun. I don't know, but at this maybe, point, I don't know. If, if you know, let us, if you know, let us know in the comments. Uh, let what, us know. What, what Explain to us. But that's, um, and eventually, uh, oh, what's his name again? Arondir. Arondir. He also gets captured and he's in the slave camp. And that's, that's probably the most, uh, one of the most interesting. I, I really liked when Galadriel fought the, uh, the uh, ice troll. Um, yeah. The ice troll thing was going down. And this was also a pretty awesome action when all the elves were trying to escape. And it was just very, you know, because all the elves are are just so precise. And if you remember, like Legolas was like walking on the snow yeah. and he could he could like friend Flintstone down the nose of one of the elephants. Um, oh, yeah. He could slide. He could like skateboard he, like, down the he, staircase like, on a shield and yeah. keep shooting. He could he, he could climb staircases that were falling from the sky. Yes, that, <laughs> that was that one was stupid. But anyway, um, so that's but that's elves. So I I just loved when they when they were like working on breaking out and they were like like how methodical it was and I just I just loved the 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 system of it. It was just so pleasing to the eyes when they were just like they start banging on their chains and mm-hmm. um it was it was kind of unfortunate then like they all started getting shot and killed pretty easily um yeah and well then when they released the dogs um that was pretty crazy this was also too mentioning that and also the ice troll the show was a little more violent than i was expecting yeah like we saw more blood and you know like the the old show was i mean the old the movies were violent for sure right but i mean like there wasn't that blood gore kind of stuff going on this show had it which again i'm not upset with yeah. because it's like you're Especially showing the that, violence anyways but that one scene later when adar has them trapped in the in like that tavern there and um he's trying to get the the hilt which we'll talk about soon oh yeah yeah and he starts killing people mm-hmm. and it, like that was also too like whoa mm-hmm. yeah violent definitely um, but, it, but anyway a little different than lord of the rings in that way i would say yeah but the, but what you're referring to with the where the caves because they're digging these tunnels so the orcs can move uh without you know, being in the sunlight. Yeah. Um, and that fight scene was great. Like oh, yeah. you said, um, turns out to be nothing. And at the very end of it, we get sort of uh, the cliffhanger of that episode with Adar walking through. We don't really get to see quite what he looks like yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really compelled by this character. It was interesting. That was very interesting. And like, I, I think I said earlier, they like give him a glove that looks like Sauron's glove. Mm hmm. You know, and so they're really trying to make you think he's Sauron, like an early version of him. He's um, dark and evil. Dark he's hanging and... around the orcs. Um, you know, so you're you're thinking. I was thinking. I was like, maybe that's him. I was like, I don't know. He seems like he's maybe not cool enough, though. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Yeah. But anyway, though, that plot line goes, and eventually, Oron Deer is let go. Um, to give the town a message basically that they're coming they're going to kill them all they should just leave um like they're taking back the southlands um but then they decide to stay and fight and that's when we get a cool battle with the townspeople and what we think is the orcs um and there right. was a decent amount of orcs so, but it turns out a lot so a lot of the townspeople who had defected who, yeah defected because they didn't want to die from the orcs yeah. 
were sent then to kill their friends, that, which I thought was just. But there, crazy. there's also not just that they didn't want to die, but like going back, there were a few of them, like the, the one old man, mm-hmm. um, who actually like probably have been sort of handed down these this theology from their ancestors, who once served Morgoth, because mm-hmm. um, he was like, we should support Sauron, um, and that guy in particular kind of went the extra mile to do so. Oh yeah. Um by joining he was, he was their Adar. MVP. Oh yeah, he was. He, was and he even he even thought Adar was Sauron at first. Yeah. That made that made him really mad. Adar mm. mad. So he like, like he hit him or something. Yeah. But ultimately they take them and like you said um what happens is they all go to like the keep with the tower and Arondir has a plan he's going to like make them go in the tower then they're going to blow it up. Maybe that'll kill some, and we're gonna go hide in the village and make our stand there. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. I like it when, like, okay, well, we have a bunch of people here who aren't warriors, but I'm gonna teach you how to be warriors for this. You know, like whatever you can do. Like maybe you get on the roof with a crossbow and and shoot. Um, I, I like that. You know, we we got yeah. a plan here. Um, and so, like you said, when they come down, it looks like there's orcs, and I think there were some orcs in there because yeah, there they showed some up. Orcs. Especially the um, big one that was fighting Orange oh, that yeah. almost killed him. That was crazy. Again, another violent scene where he's like stabbing him through the eye, and the blood is dripping off of the orc's face into his mouth like, and face. Crazy. Thank crazy. God, um, Bronwyn was there to save the day. Yes. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they killed their own townspeople, people they were neighbors with, they, you know, just the week before, and uh, pretty crazy. I like that because it, it at first it just felt like kind of a, a, a nice Lord of the Rings clean. Here's the bad guys. Here's the good guys. We did it. And then they're like, we won. And then they take off the masks and it's Great like twist. their neighbors. It's like Great Bob. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. Really good twist. And then then it's just like, well, now we've lost some people and they haven't even lost like probably even a, like a percent, like a noticeable percentage of their own orcs. And then the orcs just start coming down then. And you it's know? over. It's over. And what is Adar after here? What is, by the way, his elf name, well, he was sort of, he's one of those like elves who was one of the original ones, I think, um, turned orc. Yeah, so right? he was an elf and then he was like different and then his offspring or whatever eventually evolved into what is the orcs now. Yeah, like exactly. So they're the all elves. they're all his offspring. Yeah, which is crazy. But he doesn't look anything like them, really. <laughs> no. And um, and he does still some elvish things, like he plants these seeds before that battle. And Galadriel, I think, is talking about the same thing. Was it Galadriel or was it Arondir? Might have Arondir was talking yeah. about planting the seeds. Um, so it shows that he still clings to some elven values there. Uh, but anyway, when he's up at the tower thing, he finds this sort of mural that looks like Sauron's helmet and the hilt. And this hilt he's looking after has been found by um, Theo. Theo. How did he find it again? I think yeah. it was he found it when that orc broke in the first time. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, did that orc have it? And it's like, well, you already had it then. Or maybe maybe because they or were digging that... the mines that that's how they found it was in the mine and then and that whole thing. I couldn't remember down. if it was that or if it was the guy had it that was in that village. That was sort of the Sauron follower. But 
think he found it with that orc because I think could be he ends up stabbing him with like the short end of it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. the thing with that that's such a I love blades like this. I love like artifacts like mm. this and like for the blade to like fully appear you have to like stab yourself so it like takes your own blood yeah and um i did watch a video on it there is there is lore about the blade that i, I would butcher if i told you but um really cool i thought this hilt mm. and obviously very dark magic very dark magic oh yeah so, i was like dude anything you know that it's like a sauron thing blood in to make work like it's not a good thing you should, no. You should... No. so <laughs> So it was pretty cool. Um, and the kid has it. And of course, it's one of those things like he doesn't want to give it up. Mm. This thing's freaking awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> blood sword, blood sword. But it's it's also like one of those dark artifacts that probably kind of has a, a beckoning to it. Like, um, and of course, the hilt thing by the statue of Sauron looks like it. So it's like a key as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Adar is after. Um, so anyway, smartly, they like give it to Galadriel, Mm -hmm. you know, and they hide it when they all come and when they start killing people, you know, they give it to Galadriel. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. I'm stupid. So, yeah. (laughs) So first when Adar comes, um, they start killing people (laughs) and like, Arendir doesn't want to tell him anyway, even though they're killing people. Um, Bronwyn doesn't want to give in, but Theo gives in when they're going to kill his mom. Yeah. And he gives it to them. And then that's when yeah. Galadriel and the Numenorians ride into town. And also, too, I just love that how elegant and cool the Numenorians like armor yeah. was. You know, like because yeah. only in a fantasy world, like I, I like. I like our historical fiction shows, Last Kingdom, and and those sorts of things. I I like when they do the chainmail, the basic, the dirty like, looking. I like that stuff. Yeah. But then, like it, like a show like this, I want them to go all out, shiny, cool shiny, armor, yes. something that like yes. I would want to wear. And it's just like the it's even the low level guys, like the the, the uh, Isildur, who is just like uh, he just cleans stables and he gets the cool armor. And d- yeah. gets to walk out. I'm like, so like level one. If you're playing a video game and level one, you get this armor. Like yeah. I was like, that's cool, dude. You're and, like- and don't forget, um, Elendil and Isildur are whose ancestors? Aragorn. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure Elendil is one of like the first kings of Gondor. Like I think he branches off in history and helps create Gondor. Oh, okay. I think. Um. We'll see if that that's I think well, that's we know from Isildur the books, but is the one right who doesn't put the ring. He keeps yeah. the ring. He doesn't he put it in the, the fires of Mount Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Which I wonder if we'll see in this show. I wonder if That'd we're gonna see that. Very part. interesting. That would be very interesting. Um, so obviously him and and Elrond are gonna have probably some something to do together because that they're in that scene together. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, uh so it's cool to think that too, like, oh, these guys are you know, Aragorn comes from their blood. Yeah. And there's a certain nobility to Elendil that you can kind of see. Mm-hmm. It's very For noble. Sure. So I'm very excited to see what happens with their characters, actually. So this is um, where the uh, the Gladrio plot line, where she has the Numenors coming in, and this is where the uh, Arondir's plot line, where they intersect because she rides yeah. in with the Numenors and they come 
and they just start killing the orcs then and it's pretty sweet it's a sweet battle you know yeah, like we already cool. had the sweet like the townspeople battle and our and deer and now here we got we got the real these are the real people these are real warriors coming in and like you said uh very intelligently uh our and deer's like that, that guy's got some crazy artifact go get him that's yes. the guy you need for yes and she goes i love that i love how just efficient like no one was like oh no he's getting away like they ran down and got him you know yeah i, I like that and like they got him and that's the whole thing we already talked about when hellbrand stabs the hand mm-hmm. um a little confused for me so it seemed like hellbrand would wanted to wanted to kill him there mm-hmm. but didn't um because galadriel stopped him and then later like hellbrand sort of stopped galadriel from <laughs> like killing i didn't understand that yeah because i was like what are we now knowing he's sauron turns? like i don't think he wants adar the guy who did ultimately allegedly defeat him at one point mm-hmm. to be around um so yeah, i don't know I, I'm, I'm a little confused more about that, that the, their backstory now yeah um, a little confused about why he was so apt to stop galadriel when he was captured yeah um, maybe and, again just trying to sell himself to galadriel to to stay in her good graces maybe yeah to show oh i'm not a bad guy because the southlands though and it's interesting because again the southlands people start praising who we now know is Sauron. They start mm-hmm. praising him as the king, the rightful ruler of the Southlands. And then it turns out, though, when everything seems all hunky-dory, like we won the day, it turns out that the real hilt wasn't in there, that that yeah. he switched it off to the old man who was the follower. So nobody looked? No one, I guess no one looked. No one, like, no one, when they got, they got Orin there, like, took it and like looked or like oh shit gladrill what is this and like she opens it they definitely should have um yeah because i mean it would have made more sense like if they did it that way because didn't they bring it back to theo and i was also like why are you giving it back to him to begin with and it was like theo who unwrapped it oh yeah yeah and i was kind of like why why would you give it back to him yeah, what what do we do? Yeah, we need to make sure this thing is safe. Locked I out. sort of thought it was a joke at first. I thought like, oh, they gave it back. Oh, they just gave him an axe, and like she has the real one. Like, um, but no, they gave it to the old man follower from the village, and he fulfills the deed. So, um, somehow, Adar like anticipated something would happen, I guess, and switched them out real quick. To a less suspecting person, sort of a somewhat of a Gandalf move. Give it to like the less powerful being to Mm -hmm. go do Um, smart, 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 smart. And that's why like Adar like didn't look scared at all. Like when he was captured, he's just like, I'm going to be fine. That's why I was wondering why he seemed all right. So smug. Um, He's like so smug. And then um, and so the guy does it. He goes and he puts the hilt in sort of the key. Mm hmm. And that creates a wonderful, wonderful waterfall. <laughs> nice um, and cooling, refreshing. Yeah. No, it it eventually leads to uh, what is Mount Doom, I think, right? Yeah. So it does. It makes all the waters flow into what becomes Mount Doom. So they're just pouring huge amount of water into the lava. Go boom, boom. boom, boom. And... And it did. So this was like, damn, this is where the money came. Like they actually detonated a real volcano <laughs> and, <laughs> and filmed it. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty nuts. It was, it was wild. pretty nuts. Um, I love the visual they did with like how Galadriel was like. It was like all red and 
and stuff. Yeah, and really... I think the start of the next episode, they really yeah. did that. And that's the point. The orcs can just be outside and Adar tells them you need no longer hide in, in the shadows. Like uh, the sun can't get you here. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I loved it. And all the new menorahs and stuff that they finally get together and they start leaving. But then yeah, I, I think it was at the end of the episode and they see, you see uh, the, who's the, who's the evil elf orc daddy. What's his name? Well, Adar or Orin. Orin's is like elf name. I think all the orcs call him Adar. All right, so Adar. Adar. And he, uh, he just kneels down and the, the, the location that always shows at the top, the title, they yeah. went from the Southlands to Mordor. Yeah, pretty cool. Like, pretty yeah. freaking cool. I was not expecting more than Mordor's origins in this. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So it's kind not, of interesting because, yeah, again, Sauron is the leader of Mordor, right? So did he kind of want this to happen or did he? does he eventually take over? This wasn't something he necessarily planned. You know, I don't know, but it's cool. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. Yeah, I don't know what he, if you cared. I don't know. It's interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll have to think more on that. That's that's interesting. But yeah, it was um interesting episode. Now, Adar is out at large again, so he'll probably be in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, with some more orcs it'll be interesting to see now is he still an enemy of sauron like who does sauron have on his side now mm-hmm. does he still have a huge following hidden away there somewhere that he can call upon um we'll find out next season you know but um yeah pretty interesting yeah and I thought. then the, all the new Minorians and galadriel they all end up working their way out of the of the fog and Oh yeah, Miriel. At one point, she asks, "You know, how much longer of the fog do we have left?" And they're like, "Oh my god, like we've been out of the fog for like an hour." Yeah, and find out she's blind. She's, she's been blinded. Um, and Isildur too. Uh, we said that they thought we lost him, and obviously we know he didn't die because this is another Isildur. Um, he had gone in to try to save some people in a burning building and uh, toppled in on him. So they never show him again in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they show his horse. Actually, they let his horse go. I like and that. I think his, the, the yeah. Go. And it just goes right back to him. And by the way, like, um, Elendil was like saying some elvish things to the horse because when we find Numenor, Numenor is in a state where they're like no longer really accepting of elves anymore. Where before the elves kind of built them the city, they kind of paved the way for the humans' way of life here mm-hmm. in Numenor. Um, but um, they're no longer like loyal to the elves. That's why there's so much contention toward Galadriel. But he, the whole time, Elendil, is sort of like clinging onto the old ways of like we should trust the elves. We should be befriend them, you know. And that's why he keeps kind of vouching for her this whole time. Um, and so it's interesting to see him say some elvish words to the horse, talking to the horse. Yeah. You know? It was it so. was it was interesting. It was really reminiscent when he was talking to the horse though too. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, Aragorn when he's like talking to the horse and it's cool. calming it down. Also, um, yeah, which is a nice parallel because we know that's his ancestor. Mm-hmm. Um, when Galadriel is chasing Adar, um, thinking he has the hilt, she says something to her horse. It's the same thing 
that Arwen said to her horse when she was running away from the um the wraiths, I think. Oh yeah? Yeah. Which is like the same something to make the horse phrase? go faster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She brought she's like, run or we're gonna neuter you. <laughs> but just in elfish. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but um so another big storyline in this one is we're gonna now switch our our yes mindset to the world of elves and dwarves. We get to see sort of a new area called Linden, mm-hmm. um, which is where the um the king of the elves, Gilgalad, resides. It's like a very high elf society. Um and we very find pretty. Elrond there. Very pretty. I love it. I love it. Just like um, Rivendell is just probably the prettiest, honestly, Rivendell of like any Lord of the Rings place, I would say. Mm. It's got to be the most beautiful. Um, and this one's awesome, too. Yeah. Numenor was awesome. I thought Numenor looked great. Yeah, Numenor looked pretty sweet. Um, and I always thought Gondor looked pretty awesome. Or Minas 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 I always thought looked pretty cool as a city yeah. um but as far as beauty i thought rivendell anyway we also get to see um so anyway let's talk about the elves first so the elves Gilgalad, they have a big issue going on they have this like tree and they're noticing on like a lot of the nature this this dark force is kind of going over the, the leaves and the trees and like killing it almost like a disease and he's talking to elrond and he says look like our light is basically fading. Um, we're not going to be able to live, survive anymore um, with with this darkness coming over unless we do something about it. Um, and so they're talking about leaving, I think. Mm-hmm. But Elrond um, is trying to find an answer and he ends up finding it at his good friend Durin's house. Well, so the king knew... <laughs> That well, he thought that the dwarves yeah. might have found um Mithril, yeah. Um, which is if you remember, it was Frodo's like uh, like undershirt, sort of right, bulletproof, uh, very, very powerful element, yeah. Vest was made out of so <clears throat> they're they're talking about that. That well, anyway, they haven't mentioned it yet, right. But he sends because he the king knows that Elrond is friends with um who's the dwarf during the fourth. That's it. During the fourth. Who, by the way, friend, they're friends. A Wayne author who played him was yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah. As was his father during the third, Peter Mullen, who we've Peter, seen him now in many things Peter like Westworld, um, like what's the other thing we saw him in recently? Um Ozark. Um Ozark is fantastic. Curse. Um He's, that's right cursed he's he's a fantastic actor and he was great in this oh yeah both of them are great he's great in everything and so anyway he knew the king knew elrond was friends with Durin the fourth so he sends him there like hey just see what's going on figure out what they're doing and but he's also like well this is my friend I, this is also a good chance for me to just catch up with my friend Right. Um, but Durin's very suspicious of him first, and he's also very hurt because they were very close friends 
And for the elves, because they just live forever, um, you know, like 50 years, 100 years, whatever, is like no amount of time for them. It's like, all right, well, I didn't see you in a week, you know. But for Durin, he's pretty hurt because it's like he's missed his wedding. He's missed the birth of his kids. Like there's so many things that have happened in Durin's life that his friend Elrond wasn't there for. So he's pretty pissed at him. Um, and also too, just the dwarves don't like the elves because the elves are always trying to steal their shit. So um, <clears throat> there's a lot of reason to be suspicious um, of him. Um, but you right. can tell, you can also tell Durin's also just personally hurt. Um, and I really, I really like the storyline yeah. with them too. And um, going off and they eventually find out there is Mithril there and, and uh and I just, I really just like the the bro, the bro moments between the two of them. Just the moment where he's, you know, he's confronting me he's like, hey, you missed my wedding. You missed my yeah. kid's birth. And like, yeah, it, yeah. It, I, I really like that stuff. It's and then eventually cool. when they're, when they're becoming friends again. um, And El, Elrond has to come back to him and he finds out and the king ends up telling him like, hey, the, the tree's dying. We're all going to have to leave forever you know unless we get the tree to stay alive um we're yeah. gonna need the mithril that that i think you found there yeah but he had already sworn to Durin that he wouldn't tell the elves about the mithril there so he's, he's like i can't tell you i mean i might have saw something but i can't tell you that it was mithril i can't tell you that yeah because I, I swore to my my best my best bro yeah um so when he goes back to him and is is basically like telling him like, hey, like all of my people are gonna die unless you get us some of that sweet sweet mithril. Sweet mithril, yep. Um, and so the thing is, is, is during the four during the third, the the king right now. Um, and by the way, this is the place. I'm pretty sure this is the place they have to go through in Lord of the Rings, right? I, yeah. The, um, the what's the, the name dark of it? Place with all the goblins um, and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, and the Balrog, which we see that the Balrog's already there, hanging out in the yeah, in the deep, deep, deep waterfall of Mithril. That is no, um, but um, Doran the the third is very against the continued mining uh, for Mithril or mining in that that area. Um, you know, is he just stubborn and like doesn't want to risk it? Because it it seems like it's very just dangerous to do. It did seems keep, like things like, are collapsing. almost collapsing. And is that why? Is he just trying to um, preserve what he's got? He knows it's just better if we just leave it. Um, or does he know there's a Balrog down there that he doesn't want to mess with? I was, you know what? I was a little PO'd because the Balrog had been in the trailers even. Yeah. And that the literally the little bit that you see of the Balrog in the trailers, like, that's, that's all, you, all you see in the show. You no one fights a Balrog. Balrog doesn't do anything cool. There's just that little clip of Balrog hanging out around no one else. Yep. But um, he's pretty pissed that a leaf got dropped in. <laughs> By the way, every time the Mithril's near that near like nature, it just heals it right away. So it's mm. just it's very obvious it's going to work. Yeah. And Elrond's got to do everything he can. But anyway, Doran the Third is sort of the barrier from getting it because he convinces Doran the Fourth after a long time to con to do it. And he even during the fourth is like, so you want me to save 
all elves you're saying you know he's he's playing it like that really cool yeah um being funny he's got to spin it in a way you know mm-hmm. um and uh he tries but he, they get caught and they find it too they find so much of it so much of it and at that very point Doran the third comes in and, and says now nah, yeah you're done you're done you're done and there's they have a huge great fight like between father and son like really heartbreaking he takes his like necklace off and throws it on the ground mm-hmm. and he says leave it you're no longer you're no longer my son or something like that you. yeah it belong to you um great acting from the two guys Wayne arthur and peter mullen really making you feel it look like great dwarves too yeah you know? the dwarves look really good in this for sure yeah um so so cool moments there um yeah so anyway we know with the mithril though they did have a little bit of mithril right and so that was given to elrond and yeah. that's what elrond takes to calamrimbor and eventually we know and sauron gives the idea like well you know can't you just amplify it with like another element yeah even though we only um, have a little bit we can still make it work you know yeah. Um, and eventually the idea is a crown. And I'm like, ooh, what's this unique crown? And then eventually, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, well, that's too big. Like it's gotta be got it's gotta be a circle, so the power just keeps going. We need a circle so, for the power. How about a <laughs> how about a bracelet? <laughs> no, so, no, it's too big. Ring? <laughs> ring. Wouldn't that be funny if like in the show they end up making a bracelet? And like they went and changed all of the um, the Lord of the Rings canon <laughs> to Lord of the Bracelets, <laughs> and like they went in and edited all the movies. And instead of the ring, it was a it was just like a you know like the Italian guys who wear bracelets on their wrists. Yeah, it's just that. <laughs> it's like a loose chain bracelet. Um, just every scene with uh, Sam and Frodo, there's just, just this edited giant <laughs> bracelet. Just as a, there's just like a block over their hand, like another <laughs> screen with a hand with a bracelet on it. <laughs> Re-release all the movies exactly the same, except for, for those edits. Now on digital, the new <laughs> Lord of the Bracelets, 5K. So anyway, um, no, they made they made rings, and they made three rings of power. So. There might be a little confusion. Um, there's a lot of rings in Lord of the Rings. I am a little confused. I know. So, <laughs> the three rings were the elven rings, right? Okay. Yes. There were seven rings given to dwarves, I believe. Uh, we don't see yet. Then there were the nine rings given to men. That is talked more about in Lord of the Rings. Ew. And Ew. then... <laughs> There was the one ring to rule them all. That I we assume Sauron is heading to Mount Doom right now to make that. Mm. So that's that's how the rings go. These rings are um they're the elven rings, I believe. And they're nice, they're cool looking rings. Cool looking rings. Yeah. You know what? I never understood why the ring from the Lord of the Rings though was so important. You know, like it, it just made you invisible and mm. like it, it made Smeagol it made, crazy. Like made Smeagol, but I don't think they're powerful enough beings to use that. 
That's what I hope. I've been thinking that. about it too, because, because like, what I've always thought since I've saw it, I was like, "Why is well, that?" Well, show it. The one that rules it all. It's just they show they show Sauron using it. They show Sauron using it for power. Like he just like wipes people out just by well, like yeah yeah. You know. Well, I hope they explain that. And I Why think wasn't men he invisible. I don't know. I think you to use it, you probably have to have evil intent too. I would assume. You gotta, have, you know what I mean. You probably have to like explain. give in the darkness and all the people who had it. I mean, Gollum Schmeagol was kind of a pathetic creature, not so much a. I don't know, and not um, cool, not a cool person. Obviously, like I don't think Frodo would use would have used it to conquer anybody. Yeah, maybe after, maybe if it corrupted him, he could use it. And maybe do something with it. I don't know. Maybe. But um, all I know is when you use the rings in uh, Shadow of Mordor, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, and you can do anything. Um, but anyway, I digress. So stuff with the dwarves I thought was cool. A lot of cool bro moments between Elrond and Durin. By the way, a little thing that I heard irked some hardcore Lord of the Rings fans is Durin is only supposed to be um used for a king who apparently resembles the original Durin so much um, that that's the only time you get to use the name not just every son in the lineage is Durin mm. um, so that's I know one small thing that irked Lord of the Rings fans I didn't, didn't know so I didn't care <clears throat> well that like the, the theory is Dur- Durin the fourth would not have done anything enough to prove himself yet in his uh, life to be Dorin, yet he would have a different name, which they do allude to that he has another name for in Dwarven that um, they only keep within the family or something. Well, maybe now because of him being disowned or whatever, maybe that's what he will go by or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so overall, another thing too, I really liked um, the Harfoots, one kind of unique thing. I thought, like, looking at the trailer, I was like, I don't know if I like their costumes. It looks kind of weird with like the leaves on their head and stuff like that with like the branches on their head. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it ended up being super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple scenes where they use those things to for camouflage, basically, when yeah. they hide. And that's their skill is they're very good at hiding. That's probably how they survive so long. And um, there's a couple of those scenes where like if you freeze frame it, I bet I'd have a hard time finding them before they stood up. Yeah, we, we had already we had talked about this some um, when they first introduced the the Harfoots, they they show that like there's some guy there's some hunters walking by and as soon as they leave they just all pop out of the ground they, they throw off like no tarps idea. and and <laughs> no i was idea. like i was like i was thinking at the time that that was just the only time that they were ever going to show something like that they were just they just wanted to show why they're covered in branches and and stuff but there's another time when the stranger when he's like freaking out and he comes down to the party without them knowing and they all like crouch down and there's this shot that's looking down from the stranger's point of view and everything it just looks like it's a bare empty camp to me and then all of a sudden people start to move and it's everywhere it's the harfoots and they're it's their costumes like had made them blend into the surroundings and look like dirt and like wood and piles of crap and stuff like that you know what i mean piles of crap (laughs) (laughs) hate to be that guy (laughs) 
<laughs> well, just just stick to it. If that was your that was your costume, like no one's gonna investigate. I'm like, oh, I'm not That's going. That's the over best there. one. Yeah. That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> just a big, just a big horse pile of shit. Just big horse shit. You know. Oh my god. Um, absolutely. Oh, I had a thought. Hmm. Was it about horse shit? No. Um, but yeah. I thought it was pretty cool then. I was like, all right, their costumes, like you said, like it they made sense and yeah, they just they was justified. So I mean, uh, I don't think I can I can't complain about it. You know, I was, <laughs> I was exactly. like, I didn't see anyone in that shot until they moved. Totally. No, it was cool. It was cool. I liked the Harfoots. They were they were a cool group, you know, they're sort of cheesy characters just like you'd expect. Yeah. Um and we already kind of talked about when they said line. goodbye. Because Nori decides to go with the the stranger at the end, yeah. And their goodbye, I was like, "Damn, I'm feeling this. Yeah. I'm feeling this just like back in Lord of the Rings, like when they'd say goodbye to each other. It just was really getting me." Yeah, her dad's uh, speeches, I I really loved. But yeah. he was like, "We're proud, and you know, we're Hartford. We'll go. Th- we'll go. Th-. Like it just felt so Lord of the Rings to me. It was just positive motivational like triumph over bad circumstance like that's that's lord of the rings man yeah and like felt so and they are truly like the power of kindness and like good yeah they're just so nice you know what it reminds me of dude to be honest canadians no no um (laughs) the 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 christmas movie the grinch yeah yes like like he's the dad he's cindy lou who's dad yes like yeah you know what i mean Yes, like he's kind of a he's kind of a a, a weenie. I hate to say it, but he's yeah. like, but he's right, and he's he's righteous, mm-hmm. and he's you strength know, of character. Strength of character. He he sticks by who he is, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. And I, I, that's what I felt about the dad that's and the exactly. mom and the mom too. When he's like giving um, a speech, it's the speech at the end of the Jimmy Carrey movie when he's yeah, <laughs> we're, you know, we're the who, you know, like Christmas exactly. isn't in the yeah. gifts. It was always here. It's what. Sydney Lou's been trying to tell us the whole time. <laughs> um, and so when they say goodbye, and then I'm and glad Poppy, he took our gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they burned our our stuff. I'm glad they burned our carts because we're the hard foot. Yeah, and and little Brandy Foot has been trying to tell us this the whole time. <laughs> and the stranger um, has a big heart. Yeah. Thank you, stranger. Yeah. And we lose the um the leader of it. Um Burroughs is the is the main he's like their track finder and the leader of their colony. Yeah, he was kind of um, annoying every now and then, but yeah, because he was well, good. he's the leader. He's trying to keep things in line yeah. and he's not a huge fan of this big guy who's sort of <laughs> causing problems. Yeah. Um so he was a little annoying, but at the end he ended up being um doing some pretty badass stuff. Um, to help, yeah, he sacrificed himself. Um, he got sacrificed shot with an arrow. himself, and um, he died. And I liked his death scene. They didn't really show it, but they show probably how he died. I just wanted to watch the sun sunrise. Um, and uh, they sat with him. Yeah, you know? and that was pretty. That was pretty powerful. I thought. And also, too, like you said, with the goodbyes. Uh, before we got distracted with the Cindy Lou, um, when her when her initially. Uh, nori goes to her friend yeah and and like she just like doesn't say anything to her and then poppy and then yeah. eventually she comes running up to her and is like crying and stuff and it just oh, it just oh. got me it got me yeah that was good. i love too. like they break up the um 
the sort of like heartfelt feeling we had with a little bit of comedy when she goes back up to the stranger and she's like, uh, okay, well, should we go? Yeah. I don't know where to go. <laughs> he's like, Oh, uh, that way. <laughs> or he says like, yeah, I smell something. This way. He's like, when in doubt, always follow your nose, which was mm-hmm. what kind of made us think maybe it's Gandalf. Very Gandalfy. Very Gandalf. Well, he says it. He says it in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, always, you know, I can hear hear uh, your nose. Or Ian McKellen saying it. Oh. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's any other huge things. That, I mean, there's so much that happened. There's so many different storylines. Yeah. So we we hindsight. end off with Gandalf and who we think is going off, going off with uh, Nori to go find... Uh, what is Gandalf looking for? What is he looking for? Um, uh, we don't know. Maybe where he, oh, come, where he the, came from. or The the constellation in the sky, right? Yeah. Um, um, and then uh, Sauron is going to Mount Doom. We see him going into Mordor. Um, and then we see Gladril with... Uh, Elrond and mm-hmm. Ring Guy, Calabrimbor. Uh, Calabrimbor. Uh, they made the three rings. Um, and I guess I think Durin and his wife, um, who I liked her too. She did some cool singing. Yeah. I like that she was motivational and she was. And she like was she always picked him up. Duran was such a cool character because he was like very much emotional. He's very emotional. He's proud, but he also Dubber faked proud. being proud. Like um, we find out later that Elrond let him win the um the competition they had earlier. I don't like that. I want you know? the dwarf to have won the rock smashing cup. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so she was like motivational. She he got she was down also a lot. Stubborn. Yeah, she she was a, a really good counterpart to him. Disa was her name. Yeah, yeah, very good counterpart. Um, cool family, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love how like they welcome Elrond in most of the time. Like he's he's part of their family. Yeah. He's like an extension, and um, but he can tell when they're not being truthful with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows, and they they can't lie for too long. They need to, like. But anyway, um, Durden and his wife, though, they're basically like talking. You're going to be the ruler here someday. N- not someone else. You are. So yeah. they're kind of planning on making king moves. And yeah. um, and then Arndir and the Southland people, they're, they're with the Numenor people right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and their plan is to stay in Middle Earth. And well, Numenor went back to Numenor. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. So the queen, they went back to Numenor, remember? And um, at the very end, there was that, like, the um, the maid was in with the old man. Yeah. And he was going crazy and he was out of his bed and she went up and the orb was there and she looked into it and then that they cut and we don't see anything else. That's it. But when they get back to Numenor, there's all the black banners, oh, which right. signifies the king is dead. Mm. So that's apparently right. that's right. Dead. Good point. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. And then obviously, um, what else was there? 
No, is that it? Is that I think that's it? I think yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know if they'll follow up with the rest of the um, Harfoots and where they're going, or if they're just going to focus on Nori. Um, Nori. We'll find out. We'll find out next season, which I'm I am excited for. Like I said, I think the show started kind of slow, but I thought it ended really strong. Um, you know getting a lot of cool more lord of the rings lore and learning things about origin i love that same as these um i'd like to rewatch it now and look at hellbrand and see what Me did too. we what did we miss you know where were the signs um so know, some of the things we always talk about are our favorite moments and our favorite bro moments when we're talking mm, about the last kingdom mm. and i think the lord of the rings is a good place to yeah. pull me Let's yeah to talk. Let's before we get to the bro moments, do you have a favorite moment from the show? I uh, for me the favorite moment has to be the reveal of Sauron. I think the reveal of Sauron was was really sweet, and as somebody who was not expecting it, um, you know, maybe I was naive, and I don't know for not expecting it, but um, I thought it was a great twist, and so that's probably my my favorite moment. Um, of the show. Mine, mine's a toss up between when I really liked when Gladra was on the boat and she had like just flashbacks of her brother and just wanted to just, yeah. and it just made her want to go back. Like, I really liked that moment, but I would say the, the whole episode with the battle um, was just, it was just awesome. Um, yeah. The battle was awesome. And it was, I loved the twists in it. Because yeah. it just again it, it it always made you think oh it's just gonna be like the Lord of the Rings and it, it felt like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. but then like there's a twist it's like th- you just killed your neighbors um and then it's like then they start they then they're attacking the townspeople and then all of a sudden the the Numenors they they flow in and they just sweep house and you're like oh here we go now it's good and it's like now the volcano's blowing up and like a lot of you are gonna get hurt and injured from that. So I just I really like that whole episode and like all the moments in that and totally, totally. Cool. What about your favorite bro moment? My favorite bro moment is hands down the horse just immediately going back to find a seal door. The <laughs> only one who didn't give up on him. Like, come on. Even his like, own dad. Even his own dad. The horse just like, let me go. Let me go get him. Like, I'm gonna find him. And the horse, as soon as he's let go, just boom. Yeah, just fast sprinting, um, which was an awesome scene. No, but so I do think that's kind of a bro moment. That's that is a bro moment awesome. for sure. That's pretty freaking awesome. But when I really think of them, there's actually quite a few to choose from. There is. What what immediately comes to mind is Doran the Fourth going under his father behind his father's back in broship for Elrond and to help the elves, uh, which we always knew the the dwarves and elves do not have great relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And so just him doing that and within that there were so many like actual moments of broness. Um, like when they're sitting on the trail, like on the rocks talking. Um I think Duran was almost gonna tell him his real name there. Yeah. And he well, Elrond stops him. Yeah. So, so that moment to me was was definitely a huge bro moment. Yeah. Oh uh, well, and maybe after you tell me yours, we'll talk about some other honorable mentions. Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked I mean, pretty much every moment between Elrond and Durin was awesome. I, I just, because mm-hmm. again, there was a lot of bro moments between, if you're thinking like Legolas and uh, 
There's a dwarf in that. Gimli. Gimli. Uh, Legolas and Gimli. Oh, geez. There's a lot of great moments between them. Um, so I, I really like this, but I really liked it. It was like deeper that they're like friends that had split apart and were like figuring out how to be friends again. Um, I, I, I like even when they were like smashing rocks against each other, I enjoyed that. Um, in the moment you were talking about when he like stops him from telling his real name, or even when they go to dinner with the, the Elven King and like you know this yeah. table is, yeah that was awesome it was actually a, a very like holy metal for us you know and he uh, just liked the table <laughs> yeah you just like it hmm? he, he liked it and wanted it for his house <laughs> so a lot of yeah and a lot just a lot of good moments between them um but i you know also too just when poppy and yeah, uh, yeah. and nori i mean that they're goodbye like i would I would say I enjoyed more of the bro moments as the show was going on between Durin and yeah uh, 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 Elrond. But when uh, Nori but, and Poppy yeah. were saying goodbye, like that oh, got it just me. Got most. me. It got that me like got Frodo me and Sam kind of thing. I don't know. It, it just me. it just it hit me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. But just because of that, though, you know. Also, too, another good bro moment was between. Uh, Gladriel and uh, who is turns out to be Sauron, but she didn't know at the time when they were sitting after the battle, mm-hmm. after they had caught um, and they had just interrogated that the what's his name? I keep forgetting his name. The the Adar. orc leader. Yeah, Adar. Um, they were sitting down and they had like a cool moment where they're talking about sort of their motivations and it's fake now. Yeah, but I mean it was. It was a cool moment. It was. It's. It's still. I think they still genuinely have a bond. I think it's just that. You know. I think it's right. just they want different things. She wants to kill him, and he wants to rule the world. You know. Just, you know. Right. So, um, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go though. Just Durin and, uh, and Elrond though. When when he tells him not to tell him his real name, like that whole moment down there. I mean, I I just really like that. I really like. Yeah. That. Yeah, I think. Um... That's a good one. I think there's also another one where at the end with Elendil and Miriel. She's when they're pulling back in. Um they're talking about the future and and he sort of vows, you know, to stay with her and stay stand by her and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, that was that was nice between them. I'm sure you could pick some out between Isildur and his friends at the battle because Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah was being sure. noble, so he was kind of helping them out, and um, his one friend wasn't as too. powerful for me with them, but but it was cool. Um, a lot of great wholesomeness in the show in general. You know, I mean, yeah. you could also say between Dora and his wife, yeah, oh, yeah, picking him up off the floor so many times, like mm-hmm. just awesome, just awesome for sure. I'm committing to that moment though in the in the tunnels between Dora and Elrond. That's what I'm that awesome. That's my pick is going. Okay. Okay. With a fine. Close second fine. of Poppy and Nori. That's what I'm going. And then the horse. And the horse. <laughs> For real though, that's a bro moment. 100%. It is. One hundred percent awesome. That it's horse is clearly awesome. sentient to some degree. Oh yeah. It no. Well, the animals are weird like that in real life too, though. Yeah. You know, like they know. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. There's a, they have a weird sense about things. So. Oh, I know they know. I well, know I know you know. know they know. 
Now you know that I know that they know. And I know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> That's it, I think, for uh, for Rings of Power. Uh, yes. Season one. We'll see you in two years for see season two. Years. Um, Make but... sure to subscribe for us. We're not releasing anything until two years, though, from now. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So make sure you have that notification on. <laughs> with with how often we've been releasing episodes, it's not too hard to believe. I think <laughs> right it's now. only been a couple months. It's only been okay. A... We've got more coming. We've Where's been busy. more coming. We've been busy. Sorry, busy. I moved. I moved. He moved. I'm he travel. moved. I yep. Colby I traveled a little bit. How's work? Man. I've been yeah. Um, the Yankees are in the playoffs. I know. Uh, as soon as baseball season comes around, I'm like I'm losing my friend. No, next. you're not. No. <laughs> For the next uh, four months. <laughs> but anyway, thank thank you all. If you've made yeah, it this you. far into the video or or listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, check us out on social media. We have our links down in the description below. If you're if you're listening to this, you can watch it on YouTube. The link is below also. Mm -hmm. Um give us a like, subscribe. That really helps the algorithm out, helps us keep going and get noticed. Um, so yes, thank you all so much. And I appreciate it. More to yeah. come. Let us know what you thought of Rings of Power. Let us know what else you want us to cover. Yes. We'll do um Steve's gonna watch House of Dragons today, all of it, and we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> cool. No, but anyway. It's like as we always say. A goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.